There's a slight delay there. Hello and welcome to Seismic Cinema's latest podcast. So don't buy some popcorn, do not put your feet up, and do not, well, still escape reality with us for the next wee while. Uh, but unfortunately, I've been a big failure uh, this week and I've not managed to see the film that we're reviewing. I've done I've done a PK. Excuse me. So I'm joined by Mordo, a.k.a. Strachan from Strachan's podcast, first name Andrew. Hello there. And we're also joined by Bowler Universe Doctor Strange, which is quite a strange comment. And fortunately for listeners and viewers, you just missed a five-minute bowling conversation that I was really bored about. <laughs> Long bowls, not ten pin. Yes. yes. Okay, so <laughs> this review, we are going to discuss Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which Due to circumstances beyond my control, I have not managed to see yet. So my two comrades here are going to explain the film to me, tell me what the lights and did like, make me really jealous, and encourage me to finally go see it. Strachan, you had volunteered to talk us through the film. Yes, indeed. To be fair, though, I think Strachan, when he does this, it's going to be so vivid that you won't even need to go see the movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah Paul, sure spoil as much as possible for you. Paul, feel free. Well, why don't we start by? Well, I start by just talking about what I know based on the trailers. Yeah, actually, that'll be good. Do that, and I'll explain why that's a good idea once you've done it. Right. So, this is obviously coming off the back of uh, No Way Home, I assume. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Strange is obviously. Still having regrets about the actions he took in that movie? Mm. No? You no. you say what you think, and then we'll no. tell you um, why it's totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he obviously he obviously does something in this film that like opens the multiverse in a sense, and then lots of things start happening. I've seen I've seen Evil Doctor Strange from What If in a trailer. I've seen a lot of Wanda, so I think she's obviously a big part of this film, and she's dealing with her her guilt about the events of WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of like shapes and stuff flying about, wiz- wizardry spells and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, As expected, in our I'm really. I'm, oh, and there's like the ring things, portals. Sling ring. But, yeah. I'm uh, I'm really clutching at straws now, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> right. So what I'll what I'll say is the trailers were deliberately misleading. Um, mm. So it kind of makes out that the character that I've named myself after, Mordo, is the villain, um, because at the end of credit, the end credit scene of the first Doctor Strange movie, you see him stealing one of the sorcerers' power, and he says, "You know, there's too many sorcerers. I need to get rid of all the sorcerers." Um, and you see him in the trailer facing Doctor Strange, um, but it turns out that he is not—he's—he's he's not a good guy. He's not, um, you know, exactly very pally with Doctor Strange. We find out later on, but he's not the main villain. Um, Colin, could you try and guess? I'll give you one guess who you think the main villain could have been in the movie. Wonder Vision. Wonder Vision. Wonder. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, well, it yeah, it's Wonder. Yeah. So, if you remember, basically the main things that you, I would say you need to watch, I was just talking to you about this, 
are Doctor Strange, the first one, WandaVision, and potentially What If. I don't actually know if the evil Doctor Strange in this is the same one. Because yeah, I don't think it is. Yeah, I think I it's just another. I was when I saw yeah. I think they were trying to make people think that, but when they go into what his backstory is, it didn't sound anything like what that Doctor Strange's was. Yeah, it didn't seem have the powers of the Doctor Evil Strange. Uh, Evil Doctor Evil Strange. Doctor Evil Strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So when we think about the end of One Division, there was an end credit scene in the last episode of One Division where it shows her in the little house that she's in in the trailer, reading a book that looks yeah, pretty spooky. Um, that turns out to be something called the Darkhold, um, which totally corrupts her. Um, she becomes obsessed with wanting to find an alternative reality where her children exist so she can parent them. Um, and parent. basically, it starts off where Doctor Strange is having a dream, um, and he is running through some multiverse weird place. Um, which we find out where he was later on, um, with a young girl who was not named at the time. They were fighting some crazy strong demon. Doctor Strange dies, um, and then he wakes up, and he's just like in his fancy house, whatever, goes to a wedding. And do you remember Christine from the first one, Rachel McAdams? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she is getting married to somebody other than him. So he's there basically trying to make himself look, you know, kind of <clears throat> maintain his dignity at the wedding. And then stuff kicking off outside. I nearly swore there, but I didn't. Stuff's yeah. kicking off outside. Um, he sees this weird demon with a big eyeball on it um, and bumps into the same girl that he was just dreaming about. Um, and then they go on a whole multiversal adventure. Um, basically, Wanda is using these multiversal demons to chase this girl called America Chavez, who has the power to travel through multiversal dimensions. Um, because she wants that power, obviously, so that she can travel through dimensions to find the reality where she has children. Who sh- her plan kind of doesn't make sense, which we find out later on. Um, but she kind of wants to steal her own kids from her own self, <laughs> so she can raise them. That's, um, that's illegal. Is um, is Wanda still wanting to get to like reincarnate Vision again, or is she over that now? She doesn't really seem to be bothered about Vision. I mean, I'm sure she is. She does make a, a allude to it at one point, saying you didn't have to, you know, blast open your fiance's head <clears throat> to save the world. Um, like, but apart from that, he's not really mentioned. The main focus is on our children. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's just because Paul Bettany was busy. That's probably why. Because um, it would have been cool to have seen White Vision. Is he busy? Johnny Depp's trial, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, these MCU actors are hard to get hold of these days. Lesser than Tower. Oh, yeah, <laughs> true. true. I know. Um, see, Wanda, did you think she was going to be bad straight off the bat? Uh, I thought that she would be, I didn't think she was going to be as bad as she was. I thought she was maybe going to want to help Stephen at first and then maybe, you know, get to I realize save her children and then, you know, have a conflict at the end. I did not think that she was going to be straight up bad straight away like yeah that's what got me surprised yeah i was so surprised like basically colin do you remember in the trailer uh dr strange and wanda are talking in some sort of little um orchard yeah Yeah. 
I was going to mention that. Is that is that the bit where she says, "I did this, or you did this, and that was okay. I did this, and I'm a monster." I was actually going to mention that. I can't remember. Um, that word, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember actually. I can't remember what that was in reference to. Yeah, I was uh, going to ask about that quote. Yeah, but I think it was around about that time because I I seem to remember the background being similar. Um, but my basically what happens is that whole scene where she's in an orchard trimming trees or whatever she's doing or trimming plants is totally fake and then she kind of reveals the actual scenario which is like just a total wasteland um, it kind of looks a bit like Mordor from Lord of the Rings like everything is just ashy and black and it's crazy um, so basically she's like I want the chick so I can go and find my, my kids Doctor Strange is obviously like no so basically from there it's all about Wanda trying to get this girl from Doctor Strange and Wanda basically goes full Scarlet Witch and it's awesome to watch like I was I, I mean I've spoke to a lot of people who said they were underwhelmed with this movie so I'm really intrigued to think to hear what you think Paul but I went into it I think with quite low expectations because of how epic No Way Home was I was like, they tend to kind of have like a big one and then a kind of more low-key one. And this one was really, really epic. I felt um, actually better than No Way Home. Um, so, Paul, what are your thoughts overall on it? Uh, overall, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure going into it because I seen that you'd liked it, like really liked it. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of people <laughs> commented on you, I think saying like they weren't too keen on it. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Um, there was a couple of bits where it was kind of a bit far-fetched towards the end. I thought it got a bit kind of weird, but a lot of the action set pieces and stuff like were so good. The story was so good. Um, yeah, I really, I just really enjoyed it. I actually probably enjoyed this more than No Way Home. Yeah, I'm the same. I feel like the problem with No Way Home is, first of all, if you want to talk about far-fetched, the plot of that movie is so flimsy at the yeah. start, like to get everything going. Once it gets going, it's amazing. But the first half of the movie is a lot. It's like quite funny, but once you've seen it once, you're kind of over it. Um, whereas I would say it feels like from about ten minutes in, it's just action. It doesn't stop. Basically, well, it's just it's, it's straight action up from the start, isn't it? When they're getting chased through the pretty much, yeah, st- chased through the multiverse. Then there's a little wedding, and then more action, and then from there, it's pretty much, yeah. I got so confused here because see, um, like you know, in what if, uh-huh. uh, Christine dies in a car crash. Yeah, I got that totally messed up in my head, and I was, I was thinking when they were getting married, I was like, oh, she's dead. Is this a different universe? I got yeah. so confused by it at the start. I, I'm starting to like that's one thing I'm thinking about Marvel as well. See, because the multiverse is coming into it, it is really cool, and they can use it to make like really cool cameos and stuff like that. But I'm like, is this going to start to get really hard to follow? Like, who's who? Like, you'll see somebody yeah. come into the story and you don't know if it's the version we know or if it's a multiversal version or, like, I think it's going to make things really confusing. But yeah. it's still awesome, though. I'm still, like, so far, I can keep up with it and I'm enjoying it. Talking about cameos, so the reason I put... I, I know I actually already heard somewhere, because it's all over social media, that Wolverine's not in it. Mm-hmm. And people were expecting there to be like a lot of like the mutants in, but Patrick Stewart is in the trailer, 
as far as I'm aware. So Professor or someone said no. It was actually Jordan that said it's Professor X, but not the one you'd expect. Is that a thing? Um well I was gonna say Kinda. do you have any ideas of who you thought was gonna be making a cameo? Well I know Professor X is in it because he's in the trailer. Yeah, was there any other cameos like you were suspecting? Um not really to be honest. I, I feel like I a lot of people would have expected Toby Maguire to come back because it was Sam Raimi directing. Like even mm -hmm. if it was just for like two seconds, I thought that would have been nice, but he wasn't in it. And then also Yeah. I'm sure I heard that rumour that he was meant to be in it, and then I was expecting him to be in it like the whole time and I was like, Where is he? Yeah. I heard there was a lot of reshoots and stuff as well. So apparently I think might been was that? He might have been in there, he might, he might, deleted might have been I have a feeling that the movie was supposed to be completely different to how it actually turned out. But I mean, I'm not mad. Like, I still loved it. But um, nah. yeah, there was also a rumor about Deadpool making an appearance as well. Because in one of the uh, posters, it was like, I don't know if it was broken glass or something. It looked like Deadpool was in the reflection. Um, but it turns out that was just a troll. It wasn't, actually, <laughs> unfortunately. But I can't wait for, for him to come into the MCU because I absolutely love Deadpool. Um, but no, the cameos were pretty cool. The main one that was the big talking point was John Krasinski from. Office fame, uh, being um, from the yeah. Fantastic Four, um, also Black Bolt came into it, um, who I don't really know much about, but basically his superpower is if he talks, his voice is like ridiculously powerful and it can just like destroy people. Um, yeah, just obliterates them. Just, just yeah. like us, seismic cinema. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our voices are that bad that it destroys your ears. Although this is us. <laughs> Spoiler review, if there's anything you can hold back, so I've maybe still got a few wee surprises. I don't know if I'm past that point now, but... Cool. Uh, the motor collapses and everyone dies. <laughs> to be honest, this could, this could be... I, it's just like when a pupil uh, at my old school told me that Han, Han, uh, Han Solo died in Force Awakens. I didn't... I just assumed they'd heard a rumour. So I can just make up my own... Um, multiverse situation where I'm not believing a word you're saying. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> I do have well, a question. She, she... Does, does um, Professor X have a big role in the film? You don't really need to tell me what it is, but is he in it a lot? Or yeah, just, like, he's, just, like... he's fairly prominent. I mean, they, they have a really, really cool scene. The whole um, Illuminati. That's a given that they're in it. Um, yeah. but the Illuminati... Did you laugh when you had the Illuminati? Yeah, I know. I was surprised. I was like, yeah. I was like, see if this was back in like the early two thousands, everyone would have been like, oh my god, they're hiding in plain sight, the Illuminati. I don't know if you remember <laughs> all the conspiracy theories that used to go about back then. Oh, about I still go societies and stuff like that, and they were called the Illuminati. And they're supposed yeah. to be controlling the world, so everyone would have been like, oh, that's just them hiding in plain sight that that actually control the world or whatever. But um, what? what were you going to say? So Wanda is and Pietro, they are considered mutants. Yeah, so. Well, they actually have never used the term mutants in the MCU yet because the licensing is owned, was owned by Fox. So they would call them. They own Fox now. Yeah, they own Fox now, but up until this point, they've never referred to anybody as a mutant within yeah. the MCU. Because so, Age Ultron and that still Fox had it. Yeah, I because you always hear like I think Captain America at once one point says like there's an enhanced in the field, which yeah, yeah. instead of a mutant he says enhanced. So um, 
Aye. They're still kind of, I think they're just easing their way in. Because I think Fantastic Four was Fox as well. So they're yeah, kind of yes. just slowly integrating uh, mutants and stuff like that into it. But they've still, I've still not heard them use the term mutants. Hello. See, sorry, on you go, Colin. No, on you go. I was going to say about the cameos. Strachan, did you think they all kind of came in too much at the one kind of time? So that nobody really, it was kind of, I don't know. I don't think too overwhelming. Nobody, nobody got their own kind of spot. It was all yeah. kind of at one time and nobody got a real good time to shine kind of thing. Yeah, there wasn't much suspense to it. I mean, I think they kind of had to do it the way that they did with yeah. how they done it. But um, I do get what you mean. Um, I still think it was pretty cool though because um, it was kind of like you heard people go, <gasps> and then... <gasps> <laughs> like another gasp or another gasp <laughs> so it's quite cool um but i, I was get... a little bit underwhelmed with the cameos to be honest now that i think about it because i was expecting them to be i was expecting them to be more i was expecting yeah. them to be more yeah. multiverse there was more madness than multiverse i would say yeah i thought in the movie as well they'd be they'd be hopping through loads of different multiverses like Kind of weird and wonderful ones, and like meeting kind of different Doctor Stranges, you know, like you did in like um, the Spider Verse. Yeah, like weird and wonderful ones, but um, uh, you only see kind of a flash of that when uh, America Chavez takes them through his first portal, and they go through yeah, all the different dimensions. But it's only like a wee second at a time. You don't really see much. Ah, uh, I know. And I was expecting them to do more. Yeah, do more I think, with it. I think a lot of people are really disappointed about that, and it didn't negatively affect the movie for me as much as it did for some others. Yeah, it wasn't, I'm assuming they're going to do more with it. It's just yeah. I thought they would do more with it just now. But uh, it might be too much too soon. Yeah, I think, I can understand why people would have expected more when it's called In the Multiverse of Madness and there's all these rumours about cameos. Like People must have been expecting them to go through loads of different universes rather than them all appear at the one time. But yeah. um, aye, I still I don't think it like really negatively affected the movie too much. But I do I do understand people's gripes with it. But I was like the way that it kinda worked as well, like it, you kinda had to um you couldn't do too much of that because the there was so much stuff that Wanda was getting up to and it was kinda hard to and they, they had a lot to try and figure out. I felt like yeah. it was hard to um kind of find time for that. Although, to be fair, the movie was was actually shorter than I thought it would be. It was only two hours, which for a Marvel movie of that scale is quite short. Normally, they're like two and a half hours. Yeah. So, Any of you guys want to come to the cinema with me? <laughs> I would no. I would really like to go and see it again, to be honest. I really enjoyed it. I did, see what I did with No Way Home, and I've kinda, I feel like I kind of ruined it for myself a bit. It's like I, I watched it a lot. Like, I think I've watched it like four times in the cinema. And then I've watched it twice since it's came out on DVD. <laughs> like, and now I'm totally underwhelmed by it. So I'm being cautious with this one because I loved it so much that I don't want to ruin it for myself. I'll definitely try and see it. But the way the rate things are coming out in Disney Plus, it probably won't be that long before it's on. Yeah. Do you know what's mad though? Do you know what's absolute madness? What's that? If people haven't watched our Obi Wan preview podcast yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, guys, I haven't actually got around to it yet. Oh, it's, 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 quite, it's quite good fun. You should check it out. Yeah. It's good. I know. I, I figured it must have been. Battles, of, like, when I saw it was a preview, I expected it
<laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I, it went from just being a discussion about our hopes and dreams for the show. I went full scale. It was like, uh, what do you love about Obi Wan? Obi Wan quiz. Would who who would uh, who would win in a battle between Obi Wan and so and so? Anyway, going off on a tangent. So just to keep a bit of structure and the fact I don't have any any knowledge on this film, I'm trying to stay relevant here. So. And a kind of what are your favorite aspects of the movie in more like the cinematography sense, like acting performances, music? Is there anything in particular that stands out? For me, uh, I made I wanted to make sure when I was doing this, I wanted to give a shout out to Elizabeth Olsen's performance because she was, I thought, incredible. And she won't get nominated for an Oscar because the Oscars hate the MCU, but. Like she, I feel like she definitely should be like up for best supporting actor or actress, however they do it, because I thought she was incredible. There was one scene in particular which was really, really emotional, um, that got me uh, crying, nearly crying in the cinema. I was Aye. in Glasgow, half ten in the morning by myself, with tears in my eyes, um, <laughs> on release day. So you know, there was you know it was really sad. There was actually one point. See at the start where they were fighting in camouflage. And she was basically just going to town on the whole of like the uh, the army of sorcerers, yeah, like throwing bottles of energy at them. I actually had tears in my eyes at that point just because I was like, "This is so good." Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy to be back in the cinema for seeing a Marvel movie on release day, um, which was like really, really sad. Um, yeah. Did you also notice as well there was a little Scottish sorcerer that made a little appearance? A little Scottish sorcerer. Yeah, you know how they were all coming from all the different places. Oh, I, I was. I thought he was English, but he just had a bit of tartan. Was he Scottish? Well, I, I assumed he was Scottish because he was wearing like a kilt and stuff like that. Yeah, so I was like, that's I he was the UK sorcerer supreme Scottish. He pro- there's we're probably we're a, on the map. Yeah, I know. We're finally we're we're slowly getting in there with the MCU. We've had a guy with a Scottish accent in Eternals. We also made a small appearance in Infinity War when Wanda and Vision got attacked in Edinburgh. And oh, yeah. actually, what what I think find so funny is like they walk past this shop, and then the sign it says "We'll deep fry your kebab" like in the background of an Avengers <laughs> movie. But uh, I were slowly, slowly working our way in. It'll not be long until we've got I don't know William Scottish, or something like that. What is superhero? Aye, technically, um, what's this guy? What's his face? Rob Stark, whatever the guy's name is. Richard is it Richard Madden? Uh, yeah, yeah. Technically, he's already the first Scottish superhero. Yeah, have you both seen that? I have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, spoiler alert for that: the first ever Scottish superhero turns out to be evil and kills himself. How depressing! Shock. Yeah, um, <laughs> the Scottish guy turns out to be a idiot. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Elizabeth Olsen too. Like, I absolutely loved One Division for like. The first five episodes, at least, I thought the finale was a bit disappointing, which seems to be a bit of a theme of the Marvel shows. Mm-hmm. But we're hoping once Paul gets his finger out, and you actually, Strachan was sorry, Mr. MCU movie ranking, so it'd be good to rank the the Disney Plus MCU shows as well at some point. Yeah. I, I was, I was kind of just saying to uh, Colin before this started as well, I was like, I am starting to get a little bit overwhelmed with the amount of content that, MC, that Marvel are putting out right now. And I, I love Marvel, but I'm like, with the shows, there's just so many of them, they're relentless. Like, I was saying, yes. I kind of like the way that Star Wars are doing it, where 
they had Book of Boba Fett and they've waited like a month or two before they come out with Obi-Wan. Whereas Marvel, as soon as one finishes, another one's starting. And I've still to finish Hawkeye and I've only done like half of Moon Knight or something. So I'm really yeah. not going to finger out. And I've started Loki and Have you? I've not even seen any Hawkeye. I started, I've watched the first episode. Yeah. Um, I've not watched any Hawkeye and what was the other one? Captain America. Um, oh, Falcon Winter Soldier. That one's a lot of backlash. I hated that. Not backlash, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Yeah, I started it. Falcon and the Winter Soldier together. I think they're just getting chemistry. Hawkeye was surprised you could watch them two talk to each other all day. There wasn't enough of that for me, though. It was more about his sister's fishing boat or something. I think that was one episode, was it not? <laughs> hated that scene. It was so pointless. I don't care if his sister's not got a lot of money. She's not relevant to the show. Uh, anyway. Uh, we keep falling into multiversal tangents. So, Dragonlight, <laughs> Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen's performance. Paul's end that stood out to you. Just general things about the yeah. film. Yeah. Just on Strachan's point, though, she was scary. Good emphasis on the scary. Mm. I was um, going to say, obviously, you're a big horror film fan, Paul. So, did you like the horror elements? You think they were well done? I wanted to ask you that. I did. I thought, um, obviously, it's not like gore fest, like um, jump scare scary. There was a couple of jump scares, but nothing bad. But yeah, I liked it because it's a lot more different than other MCU movies. Mm-hmm. And it was a nice wee surprise. So, I really enjoyed it the way they, they pulled it off. There was some like brutal moments, mm-hmm. which, really, which really stood out, um, where you weren't really expecting it. Like, yeah, for a 12A, they were pretty... pretty visceral. Yeah. Uh, one thing that probably stood out for me, is probably kind of like the same as the, the first Doctor Strange, was the actual visuals of the film. Mm-hmm. Like, whoever the kind of... Whoever did the kind of art direction of it done a really good job. Like, there's a few scenes when they go through the different, like, universes. Even when they reach some universes, like, it, the cinematography is just, like, beautiful. It's like a kind of art house kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've got like staircases going up into the heavens and all that kind of thing. And uh, one of the universes they go to, like everything's really nice, plants, loads of colour. And then everyone else is like a big crowd of people who are just all dressed in grey, black and white. And like everyone's dressed like that. And it's just, I don't know, I'd love to be one of these people that could just think these things up and put it on a screen. But I do not have the creativity for that. Yeah, but the yeah, visuals of it are really, really good. They never touch on that staircase that's got out into the snow that's in No Way Home, or was that just for that? Uh, no, that, I think that was just like a little comedic bit. I don't know if that would. I don't know if that maybe come back into it. Yeah, no, not that part. See, see, Paul, you mentioned the visuals. See the when Doctor Strange is doing his thing. I don't know if it's just me. It's I, find it quite, I find it quite. I find it quite overwhelming. There's, there's just like so much to to look at and so much going on. I find it a bit a bit crazy. Oh, do you mean when he's going through his kind of wee trip thing at the start? Uh, I mean, when he's getting his first gets into it. No, just when he's like opening up things and transforming buildings, and you know the way the way they did it in No Way Home when, when they're having when he like goes the, like when he when he gets them into like the middle dimension. Yeah, I found that really like yeah. intense. <laughs> well, look at really like cool that. Do that. Yeah, uh, really cool. Um, 
But I see what I was going to say about the MCU, which is one thing that I do really like about the MCU, is they're very receptive to audience criticism. Because one thing that people used to really moan about, moan at the MCU for, was the fact that all the movies kind of had the same look to them. So they all kind of looked kind of same grey, boring colours. And then they've started the last few, I would say, all pretty much from Avengers Infinity War right through. Like, they all are really bright and colourful. Like, even the ones that are maybe not the best movies, like Eternals and stuff like that, like, they're definitely a lot more colourful and vibrant. Yeah, definitely. I would say. Because so, I was expecting this to be quite dark from the trailers and that. Um, but there's a lot of moments where it's just really, like he was saying, like bright and vibrant and really appealing. Mm. Is it funny or is it quite serious? What's the tone like? Um, That's and pieces. Yeah, they're, they're, kinda, they're really good at balancing the tone in the MCU. I would say, again, like, it's pretty well done. Like, there's obviously funny moments, as you would expect, but um, it is, for the most part. I mean, it's weird, because Sam Raimi does have, like, goofy bits as well. Like, he likes to be a little bit goofy. Like, there was one scene which was really creative and I thought was cool, but also, like, a bit, like, very comic booky was the scene where they were, like, battling with music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange and the good Doctor Strange. They were, like, throwing musical notes at each other. Um, which I was about like, this is a bit strange, no pun intended, but um, yeah, I, got, I, got, I got the joke. <laughs> um, that was like in the first Avengers when Captain America doesn't know what anybody's saying, but then somebody says he's like a monkey, and he's like, I understood that reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anything you didn't like? Was it a, well, let's do let's let's throw a curveball, let's do a, a rating out of 10, and then. After that, you can tell, tell me if there's anything you weren't as fond of. So, Paul, we're coming in at you out of 10. I'm going to say an 8.5. That's quite high in the Paul school. I know. I'm usually quite critical. Um, like, I really I enjoyed it. There was a couple of bits, like we were saying earlier on, that were kind of like, it was a bit of a strange direction. I don't know if I want to say it. I don't know if I want to tell you because it may spoil it for you. But it's talk. It's like Doctor Strange has to Doctor Strange has to has to transfer his consciousness. Mm. Um, he has to transfer his consciousness to himself, and it, it was a bit weird for me um, <laughs> the way they did it. And right. I was more laughing and looking looking at my girlfriend who was just laughing her head off going this is really weird um and that kind of took me out of it but um yeah overall i really enjoyed it there's a lot of action quite like the horror element element of it and uh yeah i thought it was a good solid movie is is i is is there a version of iron man in it because i'm sure i could see somebody jetting about in one of the trailers uh, no, no, that oh, was who's, who's that then? Uh, Captain Marvel, but not Brie Larson. The other one, thank God, Rambo. Somebody Rambo. Oh, oh, from One Division. No, her no. mom that was in. Oh, her mom. Yeah. Yeah, her mom. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so, how many seismic stars are you giving it, Stratton? So, out of ten, see. When it comes to MCU movies, I was—I don't know who I was talking to us about, but I prefer to kind of rank them in tiers. 
rather than like kind of put them in a in a ranking because my order changes so that much. was a rating out of ten. So <laughs> I just want to give a bit of context before I say how many how many tiers you're going to rank it after you cried at it so much. <laughs> so I was going to say like if I had to put it in like it's a tearjerker. <laughs> um, have you ever seen like the YouTube tier list videos? Uh, yeah, S tier, A tier, blah blah blah. I would put this movie in the S tier, like it's one of the best Marvel movies for right. me. Um, I think in the rating that I did on Twitter, it was fifth in the top ten. So the I would say that probably is is right at the moment for me anyway. But see, the problem with me is like um, I know you both like this the the prequels of Star Wars. But there's a term that's coined online called phantom menacing, which is when there's so much hype for a movie and everybody just wanted to like it so much that then we saw it in the cinema, they were like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. And then a month later, they come back to it and they're like, actually, maybe that wasn't as good as I thought it was. Um, I kind of tend to do that with MCU sometimes. Like I did that big time with Eternals. I did it big time with um, No Way Home. So... I'm like not sure if I've done that again with Marvel vs. Madness, but I'm uh, I'm gonna still stick by it and say that it's a god tier movie. So, in summary, I'm gonna give it nine out of ten. Nice. Is there anything striking you think didn't work as well for you, or is it similar things to Paul? Um, I there was things in it that people really weren't happy with that I didn't think were that bad. Like, um, the, the, there was one that people kept running about. It was a bit of a spoiler, to be honest. So I don't know if I should say. Um, what do you think, Colin? It's not a major just, spoiler. Just, although this has been a spoiler review, I don't really feel like, apart from Wanda being the villain, which isn't that much of a stretch, I don't mm-hmm. really feel like a lot has been ruined for me. Although you're, yeah. you, might, you might just... Uh, Go Tonto in the next few. It's few not. Minutes. It's not really a big thing, but it was like basically the one of the main criticisms I keep seeing. People keep making memes about it. Is uh, Reed Richards um, basically warns Wanda of Black Bolt's power, and then basically it gives Wanda the advantage in the fight to where she can nullify his power. Um, and everyone's like, "Oh, Reed Richards is supposed to be the smartest guy on the planet. Why is he so stupid to give that away?" But the like when you rationalise it, it's like, well, he, first of all, didn't realise that this Wanda was this powerful because the Wanda in his universe didn't have the Dark Cold and all this special dark magic. And also, he didn't want to kill Wanda because, you know, he's not a murderer. So he was trying to defuse the situation. Um, so I didn't think that thing was particularly bad, but a lot of people online were saying they hated that and was like, he's too stupid and stuff like that. But I don't think he was being stupid. I think he was just trying to defuse a situation and not have to fight somebody who he thought was a good guy. Um, I'm sure there was other complaints about the movie that I didn't think were bad either, but they're totally out of my head. Um, but no, I, I really didn't have a problem with anything in the movie. I was really satisfied with it all. But like I said, I went in with dead low expectations. You are selling it. I'm actually just going to very quickly check if it's still, when it's in the room till. So yeah, I definitely recommend seeing it. In it's until at least well, it's until at least Tuesday of next week mm-hmm. at night at night time. But from Wednesday the twenty fifth, it switches to half four at the latest. Mm. Well, I would definitely, definitely try and see it in the movie if I can because it's super epic and 
I don't yeah. think you'll get the proper vibe of it if you're going to yeah. watch it on the telly. Is there anything else you want to add? I've got a wee, wee fun final segment I'm going to throw at you. I just made it up in my head during the Sweet. pod. Um, oh Have you got anything you want to to add? Any final thoughts? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just hoping this opens a lot, a lot more avenues for the Marvel movies to come. Seems as they explored it and they've kind of given you a wee taste. I'm quite looking forward to what they have in store. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Do you not think my thanks? Do you not think my tearjerker comment was kind of underrated a bit? No, I was good. I was it was very good, but I was on a roll, so I was trying to stay on my roll. Are you on a threw that curveball at me? I was trying to stay on track. Are you on a filled roll? Uh, <laughs> I wish. Can we please do that podcast? Like, say for our one year seismic cinema anniversary, we'll do top ten filled rolls. Yes. I'm up for big, big celebration. Aye. I'm <laughs> totally up for talking about food anytime. <laughs> right, here we go. What I'm going to do is I'll do three rounds each very quickly. I'm going to just fire two MCU characters at you. You can only save one, right? Oh, cool, cool. I like this. I'll go Stratton first. Okay. I'm going to go, go right in. I'm just trying to think of people that you like to make it difficult for you. But I'm going to go Wanda. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. I this is what happens when you think of people in your head. This is right. Wanda or Groot. Groot. <laughs> you want me to save the tree or the hot lady? Yes. I think I'll save the magic hot lady. Okay, good choice. <laughs> Paul, Ant-Man or Doctor Strange? Ant-Man. Nice. Hey, babe. Ooh. Interesting. Just the character, not the movie, the character. Yeah. Me and Paul are an Ant-Man I love Paul Rudd. I bit of a hot take. I don't know if he's as well utilised in the Marvel movies as he could be. He's still fun, though. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like he's. I would say he's like a seven out of ten Paul Rudd, when he sh- he could have the potential to be like a proper, really funny, like, you know, like he could. Can I go like all out with him, and they don't really. Yeah, kind of I wonder me. if he's. I wonder so if he's got I a dark like, hole though, because he never ages. Was that? I wonder if he's got a dark hole though, because he never ages. Aye, haven't you? Haven't you and McGregor just gone holiday together? Every yeah, year? I think so. Right. Uh, striking your second one, mm-hmm. gonna go for Iron Man mm-hmm. or Captain America. You can only choose one, Steve Rogers, all day. Yeah, yeah, nice. I, I, I like Iron Man, but um, I just ever since Endgame. Captain America has been my favourite Avenger, and I, th- I think he always will. I-, I love the first Avenger. That was, if I redid my top ten list, the first Avenger would probably be in there because I think we're used not talking about. Did somebody not talk about? No, I think it was on Twitter. Somebody was talking about the best origin story MCU movie, and I think that Captain America: The First Avenger is the best origin story by far. Um, 
and us Winter Soldiers, amazing. Civil War's good. Like, were you were you Team Cap or Team Iron Man on oh, Civil Team War? Team Cap all day. Are you crazy? What? You mean they don't want oversight? Uh, no. See, <laughs> see when you watch the start of the film, right? And the guy from whatever it is, the army is like, you just need to be kept under control. Like, see if you go through all the things that happened. It's ridiculous. Like, most of it was not the Avengers' fault. The first one was, like, New York. You could just go, well, actually, a race of aliens attacked the city, and we, you know, we managed to save the city from an alien invasion. We didn't really, didn't really do much about that one. And to then, be fair, were they not going to nuke? They're not going to nuke New York. Yes, the army was going <laughs> to nuke. New anyway, York. Strath, you, you, you Captain America, then yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I, <laughs> tangents, tangents everywhere. <laughs> the multiverse of tangents. <laughs> that should be the name of this this episode. Yes, Paul. Yes, we'll do that. Um, yes, Paul. Have you had? How many have you had? Too many. How, Shaken, how many have you had? Uh, two. So I've three. had one. Yeah, Paul's no, had one. Give him one more. Nah, he's a good one. Right. Oh, it's quite difficult. Uh, right. Okay. The the battle of the side characters. Falcon or War Machine. Oh, War Machine. Oh, that's huh? quick. <laughs> that's a good one. You meant what? <laughs> no, I said that was quick. I don't think yeah. I thought you'd think about that more. What was your answer? War Machine. Oh, I'd have been Falcon. I used to watch your cartoons as a kid, and I really like War Machine back then, and I just like him now. War Machine yeah. is cool. I think yeah. I prefer Anthony Mackie to his character, though. I love Anthony Mackie, the actor. And he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he's better. He's a better character than the Falcon is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll we'll stop there. It turns out my MCU random character generation name generator thing isn't as good as my Star Wars one. Like Star Wars, I could pluck. Honda Baba versus Depa Balaba. See how we started off the Captain America versus Iron Man debate there from Civil War. I, I get getting the idea. Are you as both Team Iron Man? And I'd say I am. I think I was at the time. I think I like I like Iron Man better than Captain America. Yeah. Think. What about you, Paul? Do you have a? Are you in any I think camp? Watching watching the movie, I'm Team Captain America. Uh-huh. But thinking about the morals of the story, probably Team Iron Man. Yeah. See, I think it would be a good episode if we had a debate on that because I was starting to get into it and I was like thinking to myself, this could be a whole podcast to be honest. Those <laughs> are things that could be whole podcasts. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I meant to cough earlier and say. <clears throat> Um, if you want to hear more about Captain America First Avenger, it's actually spoilers in my top 10 in the MCU ranking. I did like that. I was happy that you put that in there. I, I did say it on Twitter as well. I can't believe you just put uh, Age of Ultron above Endgame, but I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> Endgame's a bit overrated. He did. He did. I. Oh, you put, Endgame, you put Endgame at the same spot as me. I always liked Age of Ultron. I, th- I, think it's really, I, think I really enjoy it. It's all right. I feel like it's. I feel like it's at the height of when the MCU quippiness was bad. Like it was like I, I didn't feel like there was any danger because everyone was just like making jokes the whole time. Whereas yeah. I think they've learned to balance the tone a lot better now. Yeah. And well, um, talking about Age of Ultron, Pietro. Yeah. And that that meme I sent you the other day, and it's just like Wanda's looking for her kids, but 
you know, Pietro. Never oh, mind him. <laughs> I know that was a good yeah. point. Actually, well, Pietro trust in one division was awful. I I really liked um, the, the actor that did Quicksilver and the original and Age of Ultron. That was one of the things I liked about Age of Ultron, and he wasn't in it. I, yeah, like, I guess. Um, I that would have been a great um, a great cameo. So good point. Well made, Paul. Right. So, in terms of what's coming up next. <coughs> Sorry, coughing here. <coughs> Your death? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish I hadn't said that. That's, that could be really. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that would be really awkward. This is the yeah. last of the episode. I know. <laughs> right. So we'll, we'll do one tomorrow, just in case. So. <laughs> Sorry, right. if you do, if you do, um, we'll just make this the end of the season. We'll start fresh with somebody else. Yeah. Well, we will be start. We will be starting season two soon, and we'll explain that in a second. So, Doctor Strange spoiler review is going to come out on Monday. We only did one podcast this week. Um, what was the reason again? Because you. Ah, yeah. My my scheduling was bad. Plus, there was a big there was a big football game on, which we won't get into. Um, yeah. so. Rangers lost. Ugh. Well, next Thursday we're going to be doing a slightly different podcast. You've kind of taken the lead by this one. Do you want to just give a quick oversight? Oh yeah. On Tuesday? on Tuesday, we're going to go out to Seismic Cinema and go into Seismic Bookshelf because we're going to be um, interviewing our friend from school, Haley McFarlane, who has written and published quite a few books. She's got her own publishing company as well. And she's doing quite well for herself. And uh, I thought after we'd done our kind of director thing with Neil, it'd be cool to see like other all of our other talented pals and see what they're up to. So yeah, it's just a wee a wee fun one for everyone. That's cool. I did not know that she was doing that. So that's uh that's interesting. That'll be good. Um, next Friday Kenobi comes out. Nice. So the first the first two episodes come out next Friday. So Paul, we're gonna have to have a think about when we can maybe try and squeeze that in on the Friday night once we watched it. Yeah. What time does it come out? Is it eight? So eight in the morning. At night? No. No, they'll come out in the morning, they'll just drop in Disney Plus. Well, they normally, do, they normally do it like midnight of the day they come out in it, or like early morning. Need to look into it, but anyway. Uh, but the first two are out, the first two are out on the Friday, and I thought they were all going to be out on the Friday, but they're not. That's the only one that's out on the Friday. All the other ones are out on the Wednesday. Oh, cool! Oh, that's good. Which is fine. It means we can just it means we can just review it on the Thursday, like we did with Boba Fett. Sounds good to me, man. That's, that's, that's really cool. That was where it all started. Was yeah, we're gonna we're see on anchor. You have to give a season number, and we're mm. gonna start season two with the first Obi Wan review because that's where we started with uh, Boba Fett. Boba, are you not meant to have like holidays between seasons? So we're we just going from like season one oh. to season two. We could <laughs> we could take we could take two week. We're gonna take two weeks off, pretend or a week off potentially when I'm doing my. I'm marking possibly holiday. <laughs> Paul, we'll we start off the, the bowling podcast. Well, called, called <laughs> on holiday. We'll need to get a wee corporate retreat in the go. 
Dragon, you're hoping to have us on your podcast in July, possibly? Yes. So, um, as I've already explained, I'm mad for the MCU. So, the next MCU movie that comes out is Thor Love and Thunder. So, I'm planning on maybe doing like a little, potentially even live review. Live? With the, uh, you two boys and Wishaw, G4 Claims Podcast Studio. Um, we don't have to be live, but I think it might be fun to do it live. Um, and also, it doesn't matter if I swear. I'm allowed to swear on there because it's mine, but I probably won't. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's the plan. So I've got, uh, I've got actually a bit of a schedule, which is pretty crazy. I don't normally have that. So a couple of months. What else, back. what else have you got coming up? Have you got any exclusives for us? So I can maybe give you an exclusive. Yeah. Um, well, the one with Lewis is supposed to hopefully drop tomorrow. I actually was promoting that last time I was on, <laughs> and uh, it's Some still people might not know who Lewis is just by first name. Obviously, we yeah, do. I know. Um, so Lewis McLeod uh, played for Rangers, Brentford, Plymouth, and Wigan. Um, he, I did an interview with him. I've dropped a couple of promo clips already on the socials, um, and yeah, he told some really good stories. Um, and also talked a lot about his mental health issues when he was injured. So, we just had a really weird connection issue there for a second. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I'm apologising. It wasn't my fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically he told a lot of good stories. Like he's told a funny story about Bilal Mosney on the promo clip where Bilal Mosney apparently... It happened, it happened again. Is it just me it's happening to? It's just you. Hi. Oh. That's weird. Well, I'll just tell my story and then if you miss it, you miss it. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, Bilal Mosney. <laughs> it's just not meant to be stacking this story. Yeah, I know. I think I'm not even going to try and tell the story anymore because it's not going to be worth it. <laughs> just go and watch the promo clip. Like, first time lucky. I'll get into the dogs. Well, well, what? He's not good. The, I told, he told me to just tell the story, so I'm just going to do it. Um, so basically, I, if you know about Rangers or Scottish football in any way, there was a famous incident where the Rangers defender Bilal Mosney punched Lee Irwin in the face after we got beat by Motherwell. Um, mm. So we were talking about that, and he said that he was talking to somebody that played with him at Swindon, I think it was, and uh, he attacked a, a player with a pair of scissors <laughs> down there. So it just seems to be like he has to do that at every club he's at. And then there was another moment where he had to get a, a, I think he was going on holiday or something like that after the game or something. Um, and I think he asked to get subbed off at half time. And then he just left the pitch and went on the plane. <laughs> going on holiday. <laughs> He's just a mental character. But yeah, um, he, he told lots of funny stories about other people. But I've also, next guest is supposed to be, do you know Craig Crawford? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's doing all his comedy stuff and that. Um, so I'm supposed to get him on um, in June and then July use boys so yeah we're the, we're the summer headliners yeah exactly these are the, the main event <laughs> no pressure a but, really terrible transmit uh, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> it's actually going to be the same weekend of transmit so nice. you know if things pick up we could maybe you know maybe go on the stage mm. or something nice we need to do a musical theme podcast that week. Here, see if he's wanting to do a top ten musicals. I'm up for that. 
I think I've even seen it. Showman, <laughs> wicked Jersey boys, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> Joseph and his amazing technical dream coat. I was in that. Bugsy Malone. Anyway, we need to do the the shameless plugs. So just a reminder of where you can find us. We're on the YouTubes. We had 42 subscribers, which is quite good for us. And then somebody unsubscribed. I'm really upset. We <laughs> <laughs> watched one video and thought, nah, this isn't worth my time. Where, where, did, where did they go? But it is really nice. Um, just It's always nice when you see, I get random messages occasionally just from friends I've not spoken to in years, colleagues at work saying they've listened to to podcasts. It's always, and I'm sure Stratton, you'll adhere to it. It's just really nice you when you hear stuff. that people are giving up the time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so you'll find us on YouTube. You can also find us on let's do it, Anchor, Good Pod, Audible, Amazon Music, Good Go Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. I think that's them all. But on the Facebook, the Twitter, we've got about five hundred and fifty followers now, which is pretty, pretty nifty. And we're on Instagram. Paul's still against having a TikTok. I think it's the way to go. But look, you can do a TikTok all you want. You can do all your weird dances all you want. <laughs> I ain't going to be doing none of that. So, well, Paul, do you want me to tell you? I dropped my two promo clips for the Lewis McLeod podcast on TikTok, and they've both got 1,500 views each and uh, like 50 odd likes each. So, I'm telling you, it's the way to get yourself out there. It's the yeah, algorithm Paul. is amazing. Like, <laughs> it's, it's actually crazy how it works. Like, my personal one has figured out that I like nerds nerdy stuff and I like girls so it gives me nerdy <laughs> hot girls like it's just <laughs> it's perfect can we do it Paul can we can we start doing TikToks for seismic cinema you, that, that can be your baby can you host a CPD event one night where we can I can learn how to use it properly effectively sure I'm actually thinking about starting a new TikTok which we're talking about nerdy stuff anyway Nice. I'm quite keen for obvious reasons. This podcast is twenty sec, just over twenty seconds away from finishing in fifty-five minutes, and it just seems quite fitting this week. Yeah, true. So we've got ten. You get ten seconds very quickly. Striking. What is our slogan? Uh, power of escapism. And did you enjoy escaping with us for the last wee while? Yes. Hey, come down and finish in fifty-six minutes. Because we didn't win last year. Right. Goodbye. That's us done. Goodbye. Bye. 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 B